0: Hey guys, this is the Psychic Medium Ian Podcast, and this is Episode 4, talking about giving messages with clarity. Well, hello there, and welcome back. It's Episode 4. This is Ian. I really appreciate you tuning in. I hope you're doing well, and I appreciate you tracking with me. If you've listened to the episodes thus far, you'll know that uh, I'm a developing psychic medium, someone that's just early in on my journey, and just sharing here on this platform a little bit about my background, a little bit of my experiences in hopes that it could be something that would help you if you're in a similar place or if you're someone that's a little bit more advanced or seasoned, maybe there's some opportunity for you to sort of serve the community um, as well through the platform and the podcast. So uh, if you haven't already checked out the first three episodes, uh, I get in a little bit about my background story sort of as I've come um, into my mediumship, how I've developed some, some really cool things that have happened to me. I give you a little bit about my background and a few caveats around the point of this, this podcast. This is, as you will find out, it's not a professionally polished podcast. It's really sort of a, um, stepping out for me. And, you know, in a lot of ways, I feel like this podcast is, is just as much for me as it is to serve um, you as well. So I appreciate you being patient with me as I kind of grow. Uh, it's funny because on on the platform that I use, I can see how many people have listened to my podcast not very many yet, which in some ways is like, thank goodness, because I'm still kind of getting my stride, figuring this out, really sort of trying to get inspired on what to share and talk about. So as I grow each week, I'm sure I'll get smarter. I'll have probably better ideas, maybe get a little bit more sophisticated advance. But for now, I really just want it to be as organic as possible, as truthful as possible. And I've, and I've also said it in the first couple episodes, I just wanted to start because I think sometimes for many of us, we get sort of hung up on, well, I'm not good enough yet, or I'm not, I'm not a professional, or I'm not an expert, or there's so many people that are so much more advanced than me, be it mediumship or whatever it is in your life that you just feel like you don't have a voice. And I know that's not true. And I know for me, it's a matter of just just starting with such an important thing. So that's where I'm at on this podcast. And so um, so I appreciate if you've tracked me so far. Um, great. And if you're just sort of tuning in now and you know, maybe it's months past when this was originally recorded. It's currently uh, May the 11th, 2021 when I'm recording this episode. If for some reason you have caught this down the road, I invite you to go back and listen to the first few and and uh, hopefully by this time I've got months and months worth. So right now I'm releasing this podcast every Tuesday and I'm going to continue to strive to do that. My goal is for this year is to get one every single week for the entire year and uh, and then step back and see how it's going. So, Let's get into today's episode, and uh, today's episode is about giving messages with clarity and sort of a little play on words there, clairs. Uh, I wanted to talk a little bit about the clairs um, and sort of share how you can utilize those to give really good messages. And kind of start to start off, though, I think it's important to really, from my perspective, understand what it means to be developing. I think as mediums, as people that are intuitive, um, working with energy, whatever it might be, whatever sort of you're drawn to do, we're, we're all sort of developing. And, and it's at different stages. And I don't think you ever get to a place where as a medium, for example, like you've got it all figured out, you're 100%. It's always you're, you're a pro. I feel like you're always developing. But I think as, as you the more time you spend, the more practice you have, the more messages you get, the more time you spend sitting with spirit, being that middle person, being the, being the medium, I think you start to get better at it. And um, so I think that's that's sort of the whole point of understanding, like developing is just getting better at getting messages, working with different types of spirits and understanding and giving really good quality messages. Because if you're someone that is looking to use your mediumship to serve others, be a full time profession, be it as a hobby, be it as a um, whatever it might be for you. the, the value or the most important thing you can do is to give really good messages and to set your ego aside and really be able to tune into what spirit is trying to say to you. Because as a medium, our job is to be the middle person that takes the messages from spirit and gives it to the sitter, gives it to the person that's looking to make that connection. And there's lots of different ways you can do that. We're going to talk a little bit today about the Claires, um And I'm sure you've heard of them. If not, I'll just quickly give you a, a recap on that. But um, I think it's important to really develop those things if you want to be the best medium you can be, and for me that 's definitely something i 'm working on right now as well and and so, like I said earlier, you have to practice um, and spirit will teach you, but you all spirit will also use you and learn from you as well. you can almost train each other if you will on the messages, because Spirit will use your example. It'll use your sort of points of reference. It'll use your life experience. It'll use people in your, in your life. It'll use different circumstances as ways to sort of get you to understand the message they're trying to communicate. So, um, but the bigger your frame of reference is, for example, and we'll get into this a little bit in the Claire's, the more ways Spirit can use you um, to give good quality messages to your sitter. And so what I think happens a lot of times is we are maybe good at one or two clairs. We have really strong strengths in one area. Um, but the more we can develop all the clairs, um, depending on the spirit that you're communicating with, you can really make a really powerful connection. And so, um, not to say you'll work in them all, all the time, but it's nice to be able to work in, you know, work in a variety of ways when you're giving a message. So, um, one of the things that i was going to kind of use as an example it's it's almost like when you play charades spirits are kind of you know you're they're trying to give you a message but you don't have they can't just tell you it <laughs> sometimes they can but it's almost like playing charades where you get different signs you might get symbols you might get sounds smells whatever there might be there's there's different ways that spirit can kind of get you to understand the message they're really trying to get you to translate And sometimes the question is, well, why can't they just tell you the message? Well, it's not always that easy. Um, We have to raise our energy a ton as mediums to be able to communicate with spirit. Spirit has to lower their energy to meet us at a point. So sometimes, you know, it's not as simple as just getting this crystal clear message. So there's different ways, different senses, different clairs they'll use to get the message. Again, I'm using the example of charades, and I kind of use that in my own way because I've been married to my wife for over 20 years now, and you know, as a family, we sometimes play charades or you know, pictionary or whatever. And if you if you've ever played charades, it's you know, the more you play it, especially if you have the same partner for a long time, you get really good at getting the messages quickly or getting the answers quickly, I should say, because you know. And if you are like, you know, for someone like you've been with your your partner for a lot of years, you, you know what they're thinking before they say it. You you use the same figures of speech. You've got the same sort of humor. You've got, you know, kind of little things in between you that you might share intimately. So, you know, for for my wife and I, for example, there'll be like little inside jokes we'll have that no one else will get it. But they only, I might have to only say one or two things, and she'll know exactly what I'm thinking or thinking or trying to say to her. Vice versa. So, in the game of charades, for example, the more you practice. The quicker you can get those and especially like I say if you're playing with someone they know all the hand gestures they know what you're thinking they know kind of how you work they've got you know they know your background they really know you well then it's way easier for them to get get to where you're trying to get to as far as the answer is concerned same goes for spirit when we're giving messages as mediums um, The the more you know the more you sort of develop yourself the more you've have different ways and and different things that you can use to communicate with spirit, the more effectively you 're able to sort of get that um, message across so that 's kind of how I would, would would sort of use the example of giving really good quality messages is is be by developing so um, spirit like instead of charades, spirit uses our clairs um, in order to give us different ways to uh, give the message they will also use signs and symbols Um, if you don't do this one of the things I've started to do as well is I'll get messages where someone they'll show me a symbol and it might mean something and then um, so you write that down and you can kind of keep keep a tab of these things so that you've got this point of reference so I'm just starting sort of that my signs and symbols books but I know uh, my mentor uh, Carmel Joy Baird says she's got a whole book full of hundreds and hundreds of symbols Which are a quick way for spirit to um, give her messages that she can pass on. For example, if she sees a spirit and they they're touching their nose, that means that they're trying to tell her that their sitter looks just like them. Or they might go, you know, like if they might be putting on a hat or something like that, means you know, means they like baseball or whatever it might be. There's different signs and symbols that Spirit will use with you, and you can start to build up this arsenal, almost like when you pull your ear and charade sounds like first word, you know, two words, whatever. Those symbols that and those little hand gestures you can use, Spirit will do the same type of things with you. And so you can write those down. You can even assign symbols. Hey, Spirit, if you ever show me... A horse, this means something, somebody in the military or who, you know, whatever that might be for you, you can start to build up this arsenal of symbols to help get the message across quicker because you're not going to have hours and hours to sort of sit there and, and have this lengthy conversation. Often the messages we get from Spirit are these little snippets, images, sounds, symbols, sign, whatever it might be. And so our job as mediums is to quickly try and decipher those. So that's where. Being really good at practicing and getting these different ways and using your clairs really helps you to get the message across. Um, I'll talk briefly here about placement. Um, is something else that uh, that I'm learning about and, and I use as well. Is when a spear comes into uh, with your into your sitting into your with your with your client or with whoever you're sort of giving the message to. This notion of placement is what I will often see is where that person comes in physically around the person I'm speaking with. So for example, if I see, if I'm looking at someone and they come into them on their right side, that's usually a male. If they're where on the body, they might be. If they're right beside the head, that's often going to be a spouse. If they're a little bit higher up, that could be a father. It could be um, a grandfather. Out to the side is a friend. And so there's these different placements that you can see spirit around your sitter that helps you to identify who they are and really help you to get into the message quicker. These things, you can make these rules up yourself and, and sort of start to train spirits saying, hey, if you, you know, when I, whenever you show me this, I know you are the grandfather. Whenever you come in at your feet, I know you're a pet or whatever that might be. So a few, few quick things there and we'll I'll probably get into these more in, in a dedicated episode. But what I really wanted to speak to about today was the, the six main clairs. And what most people find is that you'll be strong in, you know, potentially a couple of these, and there's other clairs that you might have to develop. So there's there's more than six, but the main clairs are clairvoyance, clairaudience, clairsentience, claircognizance, clairsalience, and clairgustance. And so most people, have, like I say, they'll have one or two that you'll be strong in, Um Clairvoyance is often one that many people are tend to have a strength in. That's one for myself where uh, it's, it's, it's basically clear seeing. Clairvoyance is you can just see it in your mind's eye. Uh, for some people, you physically see it. For myself, I see it kind of in my mind. So it might be a person. It might be where they are. The other day, I was giving a message to someone, and I saw them at this beach getting a picture taken with their whole family. And I, and I had my... Uh, my sitter's father and he was showing me this picture and wanted her to go back and look at this picture and so I really I saw him posing for this picture with his family and it turned out it was very accurate and etc but um, clear seeing is your ability to really just uh, clairvoyance is your ability to just see in your mind's eye something and you'll be able to give that message to someone so that's the first Claire and so again like I'll talk in a moment here about developing, how you develop these things. But um, let me just move on before I do that. So the second one is clear audience. And this is clear hearing. So this is being able to hear spirit. This might be spoken word. Um, This might be sounds. This might be, you know, those types of things. Often it's going to be in your, you hear it in your inside. It's an inside voice. Some, Some mediums absolutely feel like they hear it from outside around them. Um, I haven't had a whole lot of audience happen to me. I've had a few times where I can, I'll have spirit talking to me and I, they're like, they'll be saying something and I'll get those words. Um, I don't hear it sharply, or, you know, very distinctly, but uh, audience is this clear hearing. Uh, sentience is this it's is kind of a clear feeling. It's kind of that inner knowing, and it's like that gut instinct. It's kind of like you just know. Uh, you have that really inner knowing of um, um, you just get a feeling. Um, you just can feel something, and so that that can even be things like you might feel the uh, spirits. You know how they passed. For example, it might be um, your chest hurts because maybe they had some you know chest problems, or you know the other day I was I was giving a message and my sitter 's friend had commits, committed suicide and had hung himself, and I, my neck I could feel my throat was like tight and i as I started to give my message, I just kept grabbing my throat and i 'm like, I knew he had passed you know from taking his own life, and I was like, "Did he hang himself? I was kind of an uncomfortable conversation to have, but that was that was exactly what had happened, so they will use feelings. Um, to help communicate um, as well, so that's something that I, I tend to have um, clairsentience. Uh, claircognizance is is a little bit different, but it's a clear knowing. It's kind of like this gut feeling. You know, mo- most of us are very intuitive. This really strong intuition, this inner knowing of I don't know how I know this. I just do. <laughs> and we, you know, even outside of giving messages, for example, a lot of us are very. Um, have this really sort of intuition, this strong intuition. It's kind of you know you just know, um, and a lot of times you don't necessarily see something, but you can just be sitting um, with someone. Just I just know this. I have I just know who this person is, or I just know this. You can't explain it, but it's just this clear knowing. Uh, clear salience is is clear smelling. And this is a cool one. Like I I've had this happen a couple times. I wouldn't say this is a strength of mine, but if you listen back to episode 1, I shared one of the one of the kind of big moments I had where I really started to learn about my mediumship was through this particular clair where you literally smell that person or you might smell something that that is very specific to that person. So I've had examples where um, I've had strong cologne smells um, in my house where there's no one, I don't, you know, a specific like cologne that I don't wear. I was home alone, I could smell it, for example, or like your grandmother's baking or something like that. Or there's, you know, someone might smell, you might be giving a reading and you could smell c- cigarette smoke or cigar smoke. Or I had someone the other day that was smoking, I knew they smoked the pipe because it just, I could smell, um, I can just smell the tobacco. So clear, clear salience is that clear smelling. Also really cool, Claire. And the last uh, of the six that I'm sort of unpacking today is Claire clairgustance, which is clear tasting. Um, this is one that's really cool. I haven't had this happen to me yet where you can literally taste something. Um, it could be a matter of, you know, you taste a specific food, or you get a taste of cigarettes, for example, in your mouth. You literally can just taste something that that spirit would connect to. Uh, maybe there's a specific food that you're, you know, the, the spirit really loved in in the physical realm, and is is showing that to you. All these clairs are ways that the spirit can help give you the message they're trying to to pass along, and help to validate who they are. So part of it is validating. What spirit you have, the other part is part of the message. And so the importance of, of having these clairs is to, is, like I say, some people will find that we're, we're strong in one or two areas, but it's important not to just rely on those twos, those two, one or two areas or clairs that you're really strong in, is to really give yourself, develop in all those other areas. And because the reason why is almost like the whole charades example again is the more points of reference you have, the more different ways you can kind of get to the message or get a feeling or identify who you're with, um, the more effective your messages can be. And a lot of times you don't have a lot of time to work with spirit. So the, the quicker and the more effectively you can make that connection, the better the message is going to be. And so that's, that's all part of developing as mediums is really understanding those clairs. So how do you develop those clairs? There's different ways you can. Obviously, one of the easier ways to do is practice. You know, the more, the more you are practicing, the more you're giving messages, the more you're reading, the more you're connecting with spirit, the better you'll get. Just like this charades example is the more you play, the better you're gonna get at understanding those messages and being able to decipher, oh, okay, I know what you mean now. And you can train spirit, spirit will train you to get more effective. So it's, it's practice. Journaling is also super important. So as you get messages, as you you know after every reading, journal what you what came across, what message you had. If there was a specific sign you had, um, or a symbol that came through, is like record that in your in your journal. Keep tabs of those things. Um, I also have in my journal um, a placement a guide where it's like I have a a body written out, and this is something I learned from Carmel Joy Baird, who who I'm working under through her certification program right now, is she will actually will draw this, and she'll put on her chart, okay, here's where I want the dad's going to come through. If you're a father, if you're grandfather, you can come in over here. I want to be able to see you here. If you're a friend, you can, you can kind of set the rules as well, almost like before you play charades, like, hey, if I pull my ear, it means sound like, um, those types of things, so journaling really sort of establishing sort of the the rules or the the key the key sort of symbols that's another way that you can really start to get better at those things um, and the other thing that I find is really that I've been really pushing and trying to do better is is in meditation is really being aware of every single clair. so if you're spending time um, meditating for example um, really doing you know like for myself I like to go out and and I've got. To, I think I mentioned this in a previous uh, episode, where I, for a specific meditation, well, I'll go out into a beach setting, where I'll meet with my guides, or I might go out into a forest setting, and I'll sit there and just sit in the power, or whatever that might be. But as I'm meditating, as I'm visualizing where I'm going, what I'm doing, those types of things, I'm trying to be as aware as possible of what do I see, what do I hear, what smells can I can I really take in? Um, you know, can I feel the trees as I walk through the forest, whatever that might be. So being really sort of aware of those things. And it's it's funny, the more I practice that, the more uh, I find those those clairs start to develop by, by strictly being aware of them. And even when you're not meditating, for example, just when you're out in nature, if you're out for a walk, if you're just going about your day to day, take the time just to be aware of what are the smells you're smelling? What are the sounds? Turn it off, you know. Turn off your radio. Turn off the noise and just sit there and pick up all the subtle little things that are happening around you. As I'm recording this right now, I'm sitting in my in my truck right now and I'm just <laughs> too much information maybe, but that's how how I'm doing this right now. And so I'll sit and listen and as I as you listen really quietly, you can hear you know, like birds in the background. You can hear traffic in the background. You can hear a plane way in the distance. So often we get sort of caught up in what's right in front of us that we forget those little subtle things. And often it's the real subtle little sounds, smells, senses that spirit brings to the table that are really important pieces to to capture. So it's about training yourself to really tune into those things, be aware of them, practice and, um, don't lock yourself into just one or two players, you know, be, uh, we did an exercise in a development circle I was in a couple of months ago and we weren't allowed to, um, really give any, any sort of specific messages. But what our task was, was to sit with our person, with our sitter, a spirit came in, ask only for feelings. What feelings do you get? So like, do you feel a tightness in your chest? Do you feel, you know... Do you feel like you're really tall? Do you feel like, what What sort of sensations can you get? And it's it's just a really cool way to practice using different clairs. Again, the more points of reference you have, the more spirit will use those to really help give you a good message. So, um, so that's kind of what I've been working on and, and something that I encourage you to do if you're developing is really be aware of the different clairs. Be aware if you haven't already sort of stopped to think. You'll know this, but what are the ones you're really good at what are the ones you haven't maybe had and start to really pay attention to them and trust them if you're, if you're connecting with spirit. I think that's one of the biggest words that's sort of been coming to me this last couple of weeks as I've been practicing is, is trust the messages you're getting. We all like to get these big sort of real massive signs or big, easy, powerful messages, but a lot of times it's the very small, subtle little things. Um, so that's that's kind of what I wanted to talk about this week is about really being very open to those different those clairs, different ways to sort of get good clear messages. Don't don't forget the little things, the little nuggets, the little subtle messages that you'll get that can sometimes really have a profound impact on your sitter, really sort of open up the uh, communication. And again, it's it's partly for developing yourself, it's also sort certain training spirit on how they can use you to get the best message possible. So Anyways, that's what I wanted to share with you guys this week. It's about giving messages with a lot of clarity. A little play on the words there for Claire's, but really practice that this week. Um, If you have any questions, by all means, send me a note. I'd be happy to um, answer them if I I can. And uh, as you develop, I encourage you to keep checking back. Like I said, I'm going to be recording uh, an episode every single week. And uh, look forward to catching you next week in Episode 5. Have a great week. Thanks so much for listening, and I'll talk to you next time.